welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name is Carl, and tonight I am joined by four members of my firefighting family. I have Ash. Hello. I have Todd. Hello. I have Scott. Hey. And a very special guest, our eyes in the sky, Mike. How are you doing? Nice to have you on, Mike. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Uh, tonight we're going to go again back over a little bit more of what we went through, um, obviously on the Monday, the Tuesday, Wednesday for the, the fire, and then touch again, try and try and get into Thursday and Friday. But tonight we want to talk a little bit about where uh, where Mike came in. Uh, Mike was our helicopter pilot, at least for a good majority of these men up there fighting it all week as well. So uh, we want to get his side of the story and uh, and kind of go from there. So Mike, do you want to kind of lead us in on who you are, how long you've been doing this, and well, or, or, or they can just listen to episode one forty three, or they can, <laughs> <laughs> they can just listen to episode. <laughs> this episode yeah, but... is brought to you by <laughs> North Carl, Beeson, Carl's Rug. <laughs> If you don't know who Mike is, listen to episode 143. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> you but should you do a quick uh, intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a yeah. recap. Yeah, recap. Mm-hmm. yeah I uh, got introduced to this whole deal through uh, Todd. I'm on the same department with him on uh, our structures. And for a living, I typically specialize in fires and uh, live in our area because it seems to be the center of the fire universe. So. I moved closer to work, <laughs> so <laughs> I've been up here for six, seven years now, but I've been flying for coming up on 20, of which 15 of that's been pretty much specialized in fires between here in the summer and Australia in the winter, and yeah, it's never dull. Yeah, I can imagine. It's uh, it's always something to to see all of that going on. Uh, obviously, from the ground, we listen to you know the, the radio channels and hear kind of all the chatter and stuff, but... It's not until you actually get to be up close to how precise you guys are. It's, it's all, it always blows me away. Well, that was kind of the irony because well, a couple of weeks ago now, uh, we talked about all this stuff stuff hypothetically and <laughs> low bolt a uh, matter of days or a week later. It was and, and so many things we talked about actually transpired. Yeah, yeah or crazy. came true from tankers to... Structure protection to the big shows we call it when it goes interface and then it goes big interface and yeah so it uh, kind of bizarre you go back and listen to it and scratch your head and say well, that was the crystal ball <laughs> <laughs> seems to be kind of our program here though yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's a little bit eerie like we will either practice it or I think it's go honestly like, so let's talk about lottery tickets <laughs> <laughs> well I told the guys we're going to have to practice the stripper uh, or the uh, strip show fire to be fair we used to go up to the strip club a lot and they caught on fire <laughs> <laughs> So Mike, let's uh, <laughs> let's kick in for uh, for kind of where you started out, then maybe on the on the Monday. Uh, so Monday morning early, uh, we had a page go for mutual aid that I was already expecting. I went to bed early because I kind of knew what was going on because it had kicked off uh, Tuesday morning. Or Tuesday morning because it was uh, Tuesday afternoon. I I was on standby as the second pilot for our machine here, and. Uh, I was actually on my way to the gym and I looked over and saw the plume where it was and knew what it was and how it was based on the smoke and that's what you're looking for. So went to the gym and had a good workout and planned an early dinner. (laughs) 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 I knew I'd be going to bed early because, you know, and uh, so, yeah, we got a page out at about 3, 2.30. Yeah. 
uh, for structure protection. Well, I don't even know if it was structure protection or just some kind of doing something to stop what was going to happen. We didn't get a whole lot of info at first. Um, we yeah. just sold structure protection on the kind of the east side of the lake. Yeah. So we all mustered at the hall, and then the uh, forestry um, uh, office guy was coming to meet us. Yeah, and so, and what I did know, which I didn't elaborate to our crew and put any more pressure on, is that I knew there was nobody here within reason from forestry. Yeah. I knew the call went out, but there was one eye, but they're stretched so thin, and you don't do much at night anyways. And uh, so we got there, and he said, yeah, there's three of us, and there's 15 of you. So uh, we kind of just went in the plan, and it, we had practiced a, a, a lot more than... I think you have in the past and and the bump and run not so much sprinkler stuff but all the stuff you're supposed to do and uh it's it was kind of ironic because you know we pulled hose and came up with a plan and would evacuate 500 campers and <laughs> and it was you know if you guys could see it were from the area you can actually see the line on the on the drawings now but it was almost like the hand of god came down um todd and i were there and you know we're kind of Listen, and I'm like, there's no tankers coming the way the smoke was and everything. And literally, as they were just about to start the pumps, and you can tell when you look on the horizon, you can really see when the when the sagebrush pops, or you know that like there's a flicker of flame just by the intensity of the smoke coming off the ground before it gets into the air. That it's like right there. And uh, the helicopter had come in with the IC and was kind. I knew they were taking photos and getting a GPS point to plot it, and it was getting closer. And every ten minutes they'd go in every. And literally, just as it rolled over the corner, we could start seeing the flames. The wind shifted, pushed the mountain, and that's when uh, our guys, my uh, cross shift, he was on the morning, and he came in and put in about four buckets that steered it across the road, and it kind of just died and yeah. stopped its run. Slowed right down. Down. You, you were there too, right? Yeah, yeah. it was nine there. there so. <clears throat> we were waiting on the trucks, and yeah. then we could hear one of the reason no air support boys, and then. Uh, Showed up. There was no tankers, right? No, no tankers. tankers. Yeah. yeah, and that was it. Like, but even that, we only there were still only two helicopters. Yeah, yeah. which is. But that was a caveat in the beginning when he was giving us the the little briefing. Is a gap. We we lost the battle. You know, more of you guys than us, and and uh, we're timed out. We're going home. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> Away we go. And then there was the kid. Was the five? Is like five hundred meters out. Okay, there it comes. 200 meters out. A slight flicker on the top of the hill. And then, like I said, that wind changed and just went up the hill and away. And Yeah, yeah so then uh, about 8 o'clock, I got the text message that they wanted the double crew. So once it kind of, we knew it was over and I could, you know, help reduce manpower, I went back home and went to bed and had a little nap and got in the helicopter about 4 o'clock, 1600, and Went till dark. Dark was nine oh three, and did some work around in the canyon, and then we double crewed. We were doing fourteen hour days on the aircraft all that week. And then I had to. Mm-hmm. When I I went off. Jay Jay came in, and then uh, he's on time off now, and I'm back on the day shift. So. And it took a bit too to start getting more air support. Like you guys were, it just wasn't were flying, and then but it was a few days. Was it yeah. Thursday when more started arriving? I can't yeah. remember. Um, they started pulling aircraft from up north uh, because there was more interface, more structure, more threat to to home, and they had the time to get to it. It wasn't going to be a flash in the pan. Like that's the thing when you look at the fuel type, 
like around our town, you know, the layman says, well, why aren't you putting the fire out? Well, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. It, we call it messy. It's rocky and craggy, um, you know, where you were on that house. Yeah. It, it, you never put it out. You're just kind of working the, you're working the part that could creep its way back down to where you don't want it to go and it yeah. looks mm-hmm. random, but it's not. But, you know, here you look up in the mountain and there's 500 campfires on the side of the hill and it's smoking the town's freaking out and they yeah no we want it to burn we're letting it go what well that's you know you're not putting it out so there's no point in wasting anything on it yeah. you know you, you keep it quenched so it's not you know raging or in amber but a you know rank one stooging in the rocks for a week isn't going to do anything yeah mm-hmm. you know you keep an eye on it but uh you go back to working on houses and right. the important bits or the big fuel where it could get a run like it's gotten to on a couple occasions now right mm-hmm. so yeah so i uh turned my page off for a week and a half and went to work at the, <laughs> at the other department yeah. <laughs> so i guess it, so i was gonna say if, if the wind didn't shift how much trouble do you think you guys would have been done that, at the resort uh i don't think too much trouble i mean if that wind shifted i, I was expecting with those with the wind they the way they're coming at us thought it was going to be rocking through the flats then it's going to wither out as it hits the um, that one aspect of the bank right. and then we had we had a sprinkler line set up on the one bridge coming into the heavier timber right. where there's a little bit of a threatened structure so there's timber there i was trying to figure i, I have yeah but it's down low so. it's at the bottom of a little uh, drop oh, right. so it would have been coming in hot and heavy there and then would have withered out um, with especially with that sprinkler line and then it would have kind of fingered off through the flats up towards the structures where we were but again like we discussed before it was all all sagebrush, and we had sprinkler lines, and it just starts dying down. So it's, yeah, it's literally yeah. patrolling for hotspots because we're getting, you know, two-inch, three-inch embers. Yeah. And then just have hoses, and we had our wet guard sprinklers up mm-hmm. and running on the perimeter, so we're pretty safe. You know, and then you look at the building, and it's plaster, lots right. of concrete. All the and we had a lot good. of water. Like, yeah. we were using a bladder for the econo and the stuff in the bush, but we had two hydrants that we could have just put right on the hose. Right? Yeah. And those and you lower could've, hydrants You could have been two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and a heartbeat yeah. and hosing an entire building down. Yeah. Um, there wasn't enough fuel to actually get hot. It would have been ugly and messy, but... Um, yeah. We, we were set up pretty good. But at the same time, you know, like, you know, I was driving around and I actually passed Todd's house from my house on the way in. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, we always used to take solace in that. Uh, they just turn the sprinklers on in the orchards and the grapes, right? But, man, there's a lot of grass, dead grass now yeah. down yeah. on the ground mm-hmm. that it would munch through and I mean, I had ash in my place the size of Toonies. Same, yeah, on my deck, house same and thing. And yeah. we were, you know, were we a mile and a half downwind? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's the part you don't know. Like, one of those goes. I mean, it's it's kind of amazing that somebody's lawn at least didn't go, Yeah. really. It was like, big pieces, you know, not little yeah, It's amazing we didn't have more spot fires yeah. mm-hmm. elsewhere. Yeah. Like, we had spot fires in the fire, but it was always like... Couple hundred meters out, it wasn't ever like in town. There was like anything catching on fire. The embers or in, uh, deeper in the sub up there. Yeah, the embers that were landing um, by our house said they were about two to three inches of uh, like the pine bark, right. like all blackened. So yeah. like still a good crunch. Mm-hmm. Like so it was carrying a long yeah. distance. Right. So enough where it's going to be sitting there, still hot when it's landing, potentially. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's. Uh... We were talking about that today, especially because we're in uh, water kind of drapes, holds right now. Everyone's holding off from water in their grass, and that just 
in this heat. But it yeah. just adds to that, right? That yeah, how does it dry grass around? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I definitely think about that, right? Like, you know, pe- like I've got cedar bushes on my neighbor's side. Uh, I'm, I'm out there with a hose every day. Because, <laughs> like, those things are super scary. And the best of times, right? So, and then everybody's got all these dry dry lawns, um, all, all their shrubs or whatever else. Every, like, everything's getting dry. So, if you start having these ember showers, I mean, now, obviously, like, we're so so far uh, removed from, from the the act of fire it's not that big of a deal here but still like anything could could happen we still have the whole other side of the valley things can change and now the entire valley bottom is like slowly turning brown because we're not watering mm-hmm. just adds a, another little level of a potential threat and you talk those wind shifts when we had that um wind from the south <clears throat> those embers are now going that you know mile and a half up to where we talked about that pre-plan area mm-hmm. right yeah right that's a horrible area. Yeah. So huge, huge potential. We were pretty lucky with the spots, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, pretty good. Because the the fires that um, the IC when she was flying, she was reporting to us it was spotting about kind of pallet sized. Like it landed about pallet sized right away, real quick, and it was about two hundred, said two hundred feet, mm-hmm. quite a far front. Yeah, we when it spotted on us the first day, it was. I, I just said to the guys, I say, hey, we're going to make sure we don't get spot. Oh, there's one. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, <laughs> like, oh, that's about 20 feet wide now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so the guys were, quickly ran out and put it on. That was right behind yeah. you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was going, going pretty good. Mm-hmm. So let's <laughs> Right, uh, I was fuck. Let's duck into um, kind of how you were working with the teams, kind of your role while you were in the air there. Um, and some of the key priorities and some of the things, again, I'm sure that we talked about on 142, but that, that you were trying to keep an eye out for and, and stay vigilant for. 143. <laughs> I was close. Was but also listen, to one, also listen to 142, because it's yeah. also important. I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, what, in the uh, the previous episode, we just kind of talked about what has been the disconnect in the past between structures, protection, or that interface and what we do, and and I'll bet you turned to silver sooner than you more might have normally. Yeah. Once we started well, as soon as just after yeah. the conversation, yeah. right? Well, mm-hmm. as soon as I, there's a helicopter overhead, I'm like, I flipped to silver. Yeah. And I said, Ash, you want to Because I needed them on our channel. Yeah. And then I was like sitting there. I'm like, and I was kind of listening. Like, I was watching. Because I, I, I don't know what helicopter you're in. So I'm like, and I didn't even know you were there. Like, Scott was ah. chomping on the bit to talk to anybody. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to talk to him. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, ah I don't want to bother anybody. Because <laughs> they didn't really need it. I think I called you first. You called I? me first, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> but what was that conversation? So he, yeah, he said, hey, who am I talking to? Or he said, our department. And he goes, hey, who am I talking to in there? I said, it's Scott. He's like, yeah, it's Mike. I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> so I'm like, yes. <laughs> so I think I said to somebody, we have our own helicopter now. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's big. <laughs> so we, uh, you know, the Helico, again, interface, you can't rely on a Helico. It was established. We're on day two. Somebody's going to be in there in an admin machine, a smaller one. And they'll keep you up to speed within reason, or they'll be at least watching. Do you want to explain what Helico is? Uh, yeah, uh, helicopter coordinator, so usually a, a really experienced um, firefighter. Um, RIC on this one, she was also IC, Helco. 
super experienced on fuel types and whatnot. Um, actually, I might hear Andrew is, uh, I haven't seen him yet. I saw his name in the IP. He's an Aussie. I worked with him over in some fires uh, in the Caribou years ago, and he headed off because we were actually living in the same town years ago in Australia. And we So that was kind of funny. So there's you're going to get varying degrees of what the helico is, but they're coordinating the helicopters. So they're kind of that one point of contact, uh, or the, at least the lead point. So we take direction from them if it's needed, or they'll, you know, they'll get a task. You know, Mike put out that greenhouse, you know, like we had up on the hill. I'll be back in half an hour. Do what you can. Comes back. Oh, it's still standing. Good job. Okay. Well, we've got a higher priority over here because you're doing your job. You're not flying around looking for something better to do, or you're wasting your time there, or. You know, we've talked about assets and, and what the, you, know, you guys call them structures. We call them assets, that kind of thing. So that that helico's eye in the sky. They're overwatch from the safety standpoint. Um, things like I don't I don't have time to. So uh, Wednesday or Thursday when we got smoked out of the top, and those two guys were working down low um, by the golf course off the substation. Mm-hmm. They brought me down from the hill because I literally, I mean, I was like, you know, literally stopping and backing up because they were getting smoked out so bad where, where those homes were. So you get down there, and I, I've been in places where, you know, you get the looky-loos, and you call Elko and, you know, call the call the police to block this off, or you guys were driving dozers around, and everyone's just chasing those spot fires. Oh, yeah. And, and I got there, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, okay, well, I've got two power lines. The Helco, or, you know, are these lines energized or de-energized? And unless they know they're de-energized, because it was literally right under the, I was trying to save the power poles, mm-hmm. you know, catch 22. <clears throat> so it, it's a resource, um, fuel management, all those kind of things. It, it's, you know, you're already busy doing stuff. So in this deal with us and, and Scott and his crew is, you know, I want, and, and there's a trust thing too. So there, there's, uh, you get to know each other and that. So, you know, the IC, you know, her and I go way back and, you know, versus someone that's maybe new to the area or whatever. Oh, I'm going to go back with these guys. Mike, you got this, uh, you know, such and such, you know, the roads, you know, who's on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, I, my, I made the Area 27 call when you called. And yeah. mm-hmm. it's like, hey, it's not going anywhere. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I'm just telling, you know, Scotty that yeah. they're, you can go do something. I'm not going to do anything, but you could and whatever. Yeah, she's, oh, that's good. Cool. But uh, so she just said, hey, I, you know, we got structures guys coming in here. Just keep the flank cool and just keep an eye on them. So I just kind of bucketed that whole ravine. And, you know, it took an hour and a half to get there longer than we thought when it was first, yeah, when it was first moving. Um, and then, ironically, as it got to you, it got dark, and I went home. <laughs> <laughs> right five wall of fire. Hey, look behind you. It's spotting. I got to go. See you guys. <laughs> See you at the pub. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> Which actually kind of happened. It was like, yeah. you know, you got three three buckets left and you're, I'm a pumpkin, so yeah. <laughs> you need anything, you need it, take it now. <laughs> Which we did. Yeah. <laughs> that was the night you overnighted and got thrown it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we were, but that, like, when, when I called you, for like, because it, it was, was hot. Time. Yeah, I was like, because <laughs> one of our guys was like, it's getting a little warm. I'm like, well, I'll just call Mike. <laughs> and I well, it took me a little while to, wait, to squeak in that one, and so... Yeah. It was kind of funny when I when I came back and landed. The engineer crawled underneath, and he'd strapped. It would not. I didn't know he'd strapped his GoPro 
Oh, 10 feet down the long line. Oh, nice. so he's like, oh, I'd have to go back and watch the footage. I said, we only need to go back about four minutes because that'll be the best part. Because right? <laughs> with the bug, like, I came in around the house and yeah. it was like, I rolled the window up. It was that hot. And I'm like, you know, and I took a breath and I couldn't see. And I'm like, <laughs> pulling back and I looked down and I saw the steam and the water in the truck and the house is now going under me. I'm like, oh, we're good. <laughs> as long yeah. as it's not the mountain, I'm still looking at the house. We're good. I couldn't see. I, I mean, you're looking down and yeah, so it was pretty. That was a good shot on the GoPro. Would have just been all orange with a fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole like, I'm trying to like, I'm looking at the chopper. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, twelve o'clock. Twelve o'clock. And then, and then you move a bit. I'm like, oh no, it's one o'clock. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute. I'll just use the engine as my reference. <laughs> yeah, it's a recap from the other episode. <laughs> you're at my five o'clock. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out the clocks. And I'm like, yeah, if you're laying you're down, that's China. <laughs> What did, what did you say to them on the radio on Silver? When I first got there? Yeah. Uh, well, I was just kind of, again, I, I could tell that the perspective, it was, it was kind of mingling around, and, and I saw the fuel that was going to go. No, but weren't you like, hey, it's just like episode one before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you brought that up on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah. over the air. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's listening to. But, and Scott and I are looking at it like back back and forth. But, but, like we both got our hand on our mic. Do we say something? There's a pregnant pause in there. Right? <laughs> Please be sure to like and subscribe. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's but again, even at that point, I I when we talked about um, we talked about, you know, plain speak and it is what it is. Who's on silver? It's a bunch of guys like us. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, you mean yeah. promotion? We're not, we're not, yeah. on, we're not That's on, that's right. You promoted me too. We're not on, re- <laughs> we're not on repeater. We're not, you know, there's no reporter listening that's right. taking notes to, you know, report to the local news agency and yeah. where it's not happening. I mean, if they are, they don't understand what's going on anyways. You know, it's not maydays and stuff. It's. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you listen to our conversations helicopter to helicopter on silver, it's pretty cash. Yeah. It is for sure. Which is actually really good to hear. So like Scott said, I don't know if it was once we were recording, as soon as we know that there's somebody up in the air, one of us is gonna switch over. And uh it's it's really good to hear just that calmness and like you say, it's very, very, very casual. Professional Um, but casual. Absolutely. It's been been a while since we uh because the last time we had a big fire, we weren't really involved in it. It was mm-hmm. way up the mountains, so we, we didn't really need the helicopters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the time before that was like six years ago. Right. So there's really no, like it's been a while since I, you know, we've had silver on and talking to you guys. So it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. it takes a bit to get used to again. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah, there's a helicopter. Should I talk to it? Ah, yeah, I'm going to talk to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, just to hear, and I think, you know, there actually, that like quiet professionalism, it was just like, yeah, everyone knows what they're doing. Seems like there's a good relationship. You can kind of get a little bit of that. That uh, the Hellcare lady, we were calling her the Queen Bee. She was just <laughs> nailing every time. Like you could yeah, tell. Yeah, she was dialed. Yeah, there was yeah. some stuff going on, but she knew, and she was just so casual. Like, yeah, it's coming up to here. And yeah, I always like when they like, jump the guard. She'd be like, yeah, jump the guard. Nothing we can do about it. We'll just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you got really to remember, we do this every day. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like absolutely. Just like a structures department in Vancouver. Gets ten calls a day every day. Yeah, every day I go to work. <laughs> you know, but I mean, not not so much. Uh, you know, not so much. 
when you're here at this base, but you know, when I used to be on the contract machines, uh, you know, you're, you're based at the base in the center of the, of the, you know, the area for a reason. So you can go in, in arm's reach two hour flight in any direction, just about the whole, yeah, you know, the whole region, you know, so every day, in fact, it, it's kind of become some problems, you know, like I scratch my head health wise when, you know, you then you go to Australia and you do it all over every single day. You're going to work, you're going to a fire and it's all day and stuff like this kind of thing. So is it nonchalant? No, but it's, you know, we touched on it too. Like it, it's, even though you're just a pilot, and you, but you do this for a long time, you understand fuel types, you understand what is practical, what's not. And you know, that voice of calm, like I said to you, it's a, uh, you know, it's coming to you, but I'm looking where your hose is. So I'm going to work on this flank just so yeah. it doesn't spot and jump. Yeah. That's so, why we were to, worried. We're like, it's going to come around. To the layman, you'd yeah. be wanting to put water on the big fire that's <laughs> running towards the crew that's standing with a hose. Well, yeah. they're standing with a hose. Yeah. Let's go over here where they're not standing with a hose. And, and it is what it is, right? So. Yeah. 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 And when you're flying, it's just you in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because I know, like, other, like, my brother-in-law, he's flying, he's got another officer with him um and then he's got his crew that they drop off and then they go in the bucket yeah yeah so it's, i mean we can move crews and do all that no but generally it's just generally with the mediums yeah. mediums like unless you're using you know moving a unit crew and you do that in the morning put your bucket mm-hmm. on but anytime you have a, a bucket or you're doing any tanking or whatnot you're by yourself yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the law rules and the law mm-hmm. and everything else so now, when they're switching gears a little bit, like with like the bird dogs, for example, so they have their pilot and a flight the, officer. The pilot's the pilot, yeah. and the bird dog, he, you know, yeah. he knows what the planes need to do. But they'll have one for sure, usually two. Yeah. Um, quite often, it'll be like a trainee or someone that's mm-hmm. so they'll be. That's why the plane always does orbits one direction. Yeah. Because the forestry guys and the pilot doesn't need to see the ground. Kind thing. of thing. Yeah. Because right? they even see the helicopters are always kind of going the same way when they're looking at you because the. Right. The passenger's always on the left side. That's the Helco, mm-hmm. and quite often they'll have more people. Like they were out today, and they took you know the div superintendents of each region. You know they'll take the dozer guy, you know, yeah. and show him yeah. from the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the dozer guy to, to show him on the hill because I mean you stand on the ground, you, you yeah. don't you know you only get to see quarter mile at the best. Yeah, do what you're I hear Mike has more seats available. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I just Mike, uh, half a bucket for what you're yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get hurt. I'll come pick you up. <laughs> yeah, there was literally the one afternoon or evening, like it was getting close to the end. It sounded like things were kind of like dying down a bit. And uh, Helco was like, hey, you know, such and such leader, do you want a recce? And she, you know, the guy's like, ah, you know, I'm actually pretty all right. Oh, hey, how about you? Anybody else want a recce? Let, <laughs> let somebody go for a recce. And we were like, what the fuck? I want to go for a fucking wreck. <laughs> well, that's what we were saying. Of my town. Because <laughs> yeah, right. that, that was when Bob was like, I'll go. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, and then, and then I'm like, well, I talked to a chopper pilot yesterday. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Practically there. <laughs> I can fly with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, none of us will. So maybe let's uh, maybe let's dip into Thursday and then move from there and then as we as we go through. Well, I think we yeah it's kind of what we, that that Thursday was that was yeah. that push down mm-hmm. that into that uh, structural protection we did and then that's when Mike came 
Mm-hmm. Do, do yeah. you want to talk a little bit more about that in itself? Because I yeah. don't know if we touched on that last time. Yeah, because it was pushing. Uh, I don't know. Well, you saw it better than I did from where it started. Oh, you got a pretty good view. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> eventually got a pretty good view. <laughs> you probably had a better view than I did. <laughs> but it, it was kind of going for what a couple. Like it was because we had a truck there earlier than yeah. next or the early or the previous day. We had a truck sitting mm-hmm. there for like four That's hours. Right. And those guys were like bored out of their minds because there was a backburn one property over. By the lake, yeah. yeah. So there was one crew that was down. At yeah, I was on that. that. I was supporting them with that. Yeah. And then there was us over at the uh, at the higher structure, and that backburn. They this the, is the second day. crew. Yeah, so this Wednesday. is the previous day yeah. on Wednesday. That second crew was like, just in case shit went sideways, they were down at that lower house. Yeah. And we're up at the top one again in case things go go kind of sideways, mm-hmm. but it was dialed. Everything worked out well, but. Uh, like we're like watching fire like there was shit shit happening like there was like legitimately burning and then I'm like oh yeah Rob and those guys are over the other one Ugh, sorry about that they said it was a picture of nothing yeah <laughs> like, I'm like ah oh, here's fire and helicopters and there's a black bear running around like it was, <laughs> it was awesome like everything you want to see right and then the next day comes yeah because the next day so we were just uh, I just I think I, I got off work I did a new truck so I called Ash and like, yeah, I'm just going to do a patrol up there I'm like it's looking like something's kicking off over in that area so and I okay. just so happen to be like, well, come and get me. I'm parked right here. Yeah, so we go, we kind of go driving over there, and I'm like, hmm. And I knew that house was there because I was there the day before, mm-hmm. so we pull up. And it's a lot of black smoke. <laughs> and then we and then we end when we roll our windows down, and we hear us. It's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we see, that's we not see the, natural. We see a tree go up. We're like, oh, that's pretty close. And then it like jumps. <laughs> Another tree goes up. Oh shit! So mm-hmm. start calling out all the our guys. Yeah, but uh, like I said, that fire was so crazy. Just mm-hmm. go stops, mm-hmm. makes a wind change wind, somewhere wind else. Shifts but, like then, crazy. But, yeah. but that goes back to what I was saying. So I was way up the hill, and you're kind of looking at this. What I was doing, and it was we actually managed to save the house. Um, and then you got an hour till I guess the next one or whatever. And that's when the Helco came down and said, "Hey, you know, it was getting bad. The sun was setting, and the smoke. I got smoked out hard." And, and I called her. I said, "I there's not much more I can do here." What, you know, she said, "Hey, come down here. I got a project for you." Anyways, uh, there, this thing's coming with these guys in the house, and just keep an eye on them for the rest of the day. And and right. you know, so somebody was what well, you didn't hear any of that, but that did yeah. happen. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so they're they're pretty switched on that way. Yeah. Well, I know the force guy came ripping in. Yeah. Like the the chief or the mm-hmm. uh, what was his what was his like division leader? Or then, something? Yeah. Debate. Yeah. yeah, he comes ripping in. He's like, oh, you guys are here. Good. <laughs> He's yeah, like, yeah. see ya. Little did he know. He stayed around for like five minutes and took off. <laughs> well, it's funny because later on in the evening, a crew come, comes in and they like poke in. And they're like, huh, you guys are staying? They're like, yeah. Well, like, and they were calling, they were keen. They were like, what, what can we do? I'm like, uh, you guys want to like uh, defend that telephone pole for me? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so they quickly hacked a guard around this telephone pole and then they got called out because they were like an hour. So yeah. then they left and then. It was back to us again. Then it was back to us again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, but then that was when it was. But right. then at the same time, right, we were also talking about when you're going to stop a wall of fire with your flip flops and your garden hose. When that <laughs> got to you. You'd done some pre-wedding, oh, but if you hadn't yeah. had that 12 feet of dirt guard. Oh, yeah, we were. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
no offense, but you didn't really stop the fire. The no, did. oh yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, all the guys. You were stopped. You know, you had a safe zone, yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah. you know, and that's all the guys. I told the guys, and like, we're let the fire come. Worry about this stuff, like <laughs> above us and around us, and right. let's worry about the house. Let's not worry you about know. the fire coming. Again, after the rose, you know, go back and you know listen to some of that stuff because, I mean, I spent a fair bit of time just kind of hovering there with a load waiting because I'm just you know to to go drop it and screw around in the rocks. I might as well sit and watch because you know it was when that happened. It was right there, and when it made the corner, it went there. Would it was candling in rank five, and Mm -hmm. you know you don't realize how hot stuff is when you're watching a video, Mm -hmm. but. You know, did you blister the paint on the truck? No, not on that no, one. We're far enough away. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it got pretty hot on that one yeah. side. Yeah. And, uh, well, that was the side we were, we were watching. We're like, that's, that's getting pretty hot. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you once because you landed uh, yeah. later, like after yeah. you did your last few buckets, and then uh, it didn't jump the driver. There was one spot. Yeah, that so that, that side that I told you about. Yeah, that side that you. Good luck. And that did well because it basically that slowed it down what you were hitting. Yeah, that stopped enough so we could concentrate on this side, and then by the end of the night it kind of came down. It just creeped down, but then it was cool enough, so it didn't actually. Yeah. Or we never it never did jump the driveway. What happened was um, our guys held it. I, I got another truck and hold it for our escape route. And then it ended, ended up kicking right around on us. So we already had this all burnt off, and then that side burnt off. So. Yeah. I know. I went and looked at the first thing I did, I took a little detour on my way out the first thing. The next day, a <laughs> little detour to see if I had any uh, material for later in the day on the radio yeah. <laughs> about the save or the non save. Yeah. <laughs> it was good when I left. Jeez. You guys, come on. Get one job. There's 12 of you. <laughs> I leave. One guy. It's well, to be fair, by the end of the night, there's two of them. Yeah, you, you, no, so it's going off down. Um, up north there, yeah. And there's a certain there's a certain um, structure down north that was yeah. a very important person owns. Yes, <laughs> I won't say who. <laughs> so all of a sudden, our chief comes out. He's like, "Hey, I need a." Uh, he goes, "How much apparatus do you have down there?" I'm like, "Well, I got like uh, I got a tender, I got a pump, and I got an engine." Well, do you need all that? I'm like, well, "Yeah, I'm getting surrounded by fire." <laughs> He's like, "Well, what do you really need?" I'm like, "I'm looking at the guys. I'm like, what do we really need?" The guys are like, oh. I'm like, "I'm like, okay. back." So I'm like, ah, I'm like, I'm like the pump will work, the tender. I'm like, I wouldn't mind having an extra pump just in case that one shits the bed. So mm-hmm. I said to him, I said, what do you, I said, uh, what if I give you a, uh, an engine and I keep one of the pumps? And he's like, well, I want, I want everything. <laughs> I was going to say, he didn't, he didn't yeah, know there's, well. There's, there's, you know, nope, send him off. Yeah, send, yeah, I want the, I want, I want the pump and the, and, and the engine. I'm like, <laughs> so we send that away. So now I'm like, okay, the guys have a pump. <laughs> And a tender. <laughs> and the fire's kicking around on us. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> Just start hosing yourself down. <laughs> Just turn it on yourself. <laughs> well, then about that time, because uh, we had sprinklers on the roof and stuff, and then the power gets cut in this house. Yeah. So the sprinklers all die. We're like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just float away. I'm like, oh, this is getting better and better. <laughs> As soon as you hit that hot spot that we had, um, it actually it, it stayed cool for the rest of the night until probably about midnight yeah. when that one area kicked mm-hmm. off. But then we were pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. I wasn't really, I was in no concern really. I don't even think you needed the drop. You just wanted to call no. in. Oh, uh, well, a couple, I think a couple of the guys were getting a little like, oh, it's getting pretty hot over there. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I 
rolled up the window. What <laughs> 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 to just scream? And I'm like, yeah, man, now I'm committed. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't go forward either because it was just that wall of flame. And I'm looking down like, and it, cause I, it was funny cause I, it was so smoky. It was on, I had to go around where the fire was and I stopped to back up till I could see the truck. Cause there's no point in putting it yeah. in the wrong. And when I saw the truck, I stopped and it took me about five seconds to kick the machine, to swing the bucket right. to then do a bit of a string drop on it. And just screaming, I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if I should be in this one right here, right now. <laughs> the flames are like eye level and I'm on a 180 foot line. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking out and roll the window on, roll my sleeve down. <laughs> That's when I turned off the house and cause there was a mountain and fire and, they don't back up very good, so. <laughs> so he said, "Yeah, that was perfect." I said, "Good, because you're not getting another one." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should. I. I never thought I should have grabbed. I haven't seen it. I mean, I didn't. Well, seen, I don't need to. I saw it live. But did uh, you see the uh, the GoPro footage? I'll have to send. Did you, you see the ground based one? We have one of you. No. Oh, yeah, that's kind of famous. Because our guy at the end goes, well, how about that? But we have an idea about all our video and footage we'll discuss later. Yeah. yeah. We actually, uh, it's kind of funny. It's a little industry thing for the, like the two companies that I've worked with. Uh, the one company we go back and forth to Australia with and they always get the, they are on tanks. So the bucket machines rarely make the news because they can't get the dramatic water drop and oh, the helicopter in the same shot because the line's so long. But in a tank machine, you get the tank and it's water spraying and you're saving the world. So we call them media finds. <laughs> well, that's we so we're always watching the news and trying to figure out who's who on the CBC or whatever because you get a media find, right? So nice. the engineers all keep track. So, you know, whoever was on the media does to buy the beer. That's perfect. Nice. It is, so... There's, there's, a, there's a whiteboard in the hangar for media finds. And, <laughs> yeah, because the backburn we had the uh, yeah the, the belly dump guy flew over and like Vietnam style. I was like, meow, <laughs> drop. We're like, well, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, yeah, know, I don't know which one's more effective. Yeah, but, like that, that, that guy. Fire. <laughs> he, he did look pretty bad, badass. <laughs> there's different tactics to both, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like to do what you can get under the column and closer out. Again, it comes down to the pilot. Like, if you're going to be on a tank, you can't be afraid of getting pine cones in the skids. Like, you got to get in there and get low to get the same punch. There's tricks. Like, you know, uh, you don't want the call sign glitter. Because oh. <laughs> that means you're so high that all it's doing is <laughs> glitter in the sky. <laughs> but at the same time, like a bucket's, you know, $40,000. You don't want to be hitting trees with it either. Because yeah, someone yeah. didn't, someone, we saw a bucket yeah. hit a tree. It was mm-hmm. not, not, that was up higher, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just outside the tree. <laughs> yeah, they're not bulletproof, but, uh, and they sink really well. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> and that one that sunk in the lake. Yeah, what up soap with that? <laughs> Early. <laughs> so what, uh, oh, that's great. What were you cracking into there on uh, Thursday there? Uh, it was me. Yeah. Were you, you two were together for the whole night? Uh, no, you left. So, yeah, how did I bugger off? I think Because we thought it would kick off north. So yeah. took off. Because I said, oh, right. you can go, I can handle this. So I was in the officer truck at that point. Um... Scott was on duty, so we rolled up in the officer truck to 
that structure what we were just talking about there. And then, yeah, Bob starts calling us north. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll go. I'll go do a little drive recce because it's all I'm going to get. <laughs> I can drive up there. Did you get lost like the other guys? Yeah, no, I made it straight there. I didn't need any help from above. So, uh, that was yeah, because prior to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, prior to that, the, the uh, we, we actually had a page out for we have a big racetrack. Yeah. So the racetrack, uh, I, page came in as the, the fire was touching the racetrack and mm-hmm. I think it came in as structure was threatened and we're all like what's, 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 what's threatened barrier, and actually right? in my head I'm like what the hell's gonna burn up there and then someone's like there's like 50,000 tires of like, I'm like, oh, like, like, oh, like oh this is gonna be so awesome <laughs> <laughs> this will, you haven't seen black though you see this because yeah, in awesome. my head I'm like what's gonna burn up there it's an asphalt I'm like oh there's like tires everywhere <laughs> all the fuel yeah, yeah. But I like I knew where like I kind of had my in my mind I knew where it was coming and I'm like oh all the uh, structures and stuff are over here it's not yeah there. and they are surrounded by more cement and shit and then yeah. some green space but yeah. yeah all on that side is all the barricades and yeah. tires and I mean there's some like spotter stands so there is some shit that would make a big mess so so our engine gets paged and it's, and it's ripping out there mm-hmm. and I'm like huh. and you had just flown back you just and you guys call it a dip right when you guys yeah, yeah. So you just flew back from the dip, you know, this terminology. Down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I waited till you. <laughs> so I think I waited till you last. You dropped, and I was like, "Hey, can you just take a poke over there and check check out that uh, racetrack? We're getting a little bit of a we're lots, of, a lots call. of calls." Yeah, <laughs> and then you fly over. You're like, "Yeah." Uh, yeah, turn your engine to turn now. Turn now. <laughs> so I'm, you're, you're telling me. It. You're telling me. I'm yelling to Ash. He's he's and called like, Rob. Engine one, turn, turn, turn. That happens a lot though too. Like you go back to the the um, fire we had a few weeks ago. I wasn't on it, but everyone's driving around trying to find the access. Nobody thought to. Yeah, uh, up on uh, the hill. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, everyone's driving around. Like that's the other thing you lose is that you're out there winding around and, and you're looking at smoke or this or that. You know, if there's a helicopter around, get on silver. Mm-hmm. Like, where am I? Just well, the first thing you do is stop and yeah, because you know they would have just it is what it is. Like yeah. it's down on turn two. Make you know go down that road. Stop. Like yeah. there's been lots of times we literally will hover along and, and help crews get into where either we're going to land to pick them up or, right. or just a tool. Well, one thing we're doing yeah. now, like we, we had talked about this at the beginning of the year, we just didn't get a chance to do it. We're putting, um, we're going to put the numbers on top of our roofs. Yeah. You're going to see. Yeah. We see that way you can identify what That's super key. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that was sweet. So a little bit after that. So that's kind of towards the end of your, your time there. Um, yeah, because you radioed me at one point and you're like, I got three minutes of flight time left. I'm like, oh, piss. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I think you still did three more buckets or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a long three minutes. That was a loose three minutes, yeah. <laughs> so, Chief starts calling us over there. So, I actually grabbed one of our guys. I grabbed Gus. Yeah. So, we hopped in the officer truck and we start to beetle over there. So, we we stopped at the racetrack to see what it was like there, um, where Chief and Rob we're actually in the fire with their with their crew um and then towards um where we ended up there's a like a trail path road that goes basically north south and and will connect from the racetrack to the other road and uh once 
We're like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna mosey up there. We're just gonna go along, and it was rocking. The whole flats was rocking, and we're uh, <laughs> like, Gus is looking over out of the corner, and he's like, oh, that's getting pretty big, and like it was just super silty, sandy stuff. Like we had the kicker and four and like <laughs> four four wheel drive. Because now I'm like, I don't want to get stuck, but it was probably six straight kilometers of just a wall of fire. I don't know how far off of our passenger side door, but like everywhere we went, it was just cooking off. It was yeah, a bit of a ridge. Like up. Looked very much like that. <laughs> that yeah. was a, it was that. It was that. <laughs> so there, there we were buzzing along and we were like, ah, we'll sweet. <laughs> you ever feel useless we're in a pickup truck with a little piddly thing of water on the back? I'm like, ugh. <laughs> but we made it the whole way down. And like it, at that point, it actually wasn't creeping lower all, all that quick. And like, Passed a bunch of guys and like big loaders, and I'm like, oh, these guys random, random guys. Yeah, like these guys aren't forestry; they're just rando guys that work for a company. And they're like, "Yep, we're gonna go help." Yeah. Um, who who seem to think their loader is just a giant shovel? So they're picking up dirt and hucking it at the fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think at one time Helco comes over. Oh, if those guys had some direction, they'd actually be helpful. But yeah, they're just kind of spread the fire around. Yeah. <laughs> right. To the point where they were literally at one point picking up. Like still burning embers, still burning embers behind them. and then putting it behind <laughs> them. So they're taking away the burning embers and putting it over here. I'm like, that's gonna cause a fire again. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't. But yeah. So we finally get all the way over the other side, and that's where uh, we actually had a bit of a muster point right at the flats. Everybody was starting to kind of pool up all of our resources there. We ended up getting one of the uh, one of the forestry worker like there. She was a bit higher up, and she was looking after some of the teams. So, like, we all got a bit of a plan. Um, and then it was structure protection at uh, one of the houses. Because it, it was, if the winds were right, it would have been the first point of contact, really. So. And I show up. Like, it's like a used fire truck convention going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> and I got one pump in it. And they're like, ah! It never got to that point at that structure. And yeah, back at the other place, we're like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, because we drove back, you and I mm-hmm. drove back, and like the one side, this looks like a nice little grass fire burning, and our side looks like Mountain Doom. Yeah. <laughs> like a erupting, I'm like, come on. <laughs> so we drove back in. Yeah, my yeah. side looked good. Yeah. yeah, my side and your side? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. my side looked good. <laughs> <laughs> so we drove back in there, and we're like, uh, we're just going to stay here. We're about to get surrounded, but we'll stay here. Yeah. <laughs> because we weren't like, it wasn't like, oh, we surrounded. It was like, yeah. it was like going to be a slow burn around us. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And even the really nice thing about that that place is uh, <laughs> they were super fire smart. So they had, they mowed, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, had they had some needles, like a fair amount of needles on the ground. But yeah, for other sure. Than that, they, didn't, like, they, they cut their ladder fields off. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. That's the you took me. Yeah, I mean, we fire smarted the rest of there because they have they have like fifteen friggin' jerry cans. I don't know why you need to make jerry cans. Yeah, there was <laughs> like a lot of right underneath like the, actual. So we field moved all that stuff. in the middle of the field, mm-hmm. and yeah. But the property itself was kept really tidy, and yeah. um, unlike some of the other ones that we went to, we're like, oh man, we got it. Like <laughs> mattresses. On. You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's actually now that you say that, it's kind of too bad that we you know with media bans and and the private you know the privacy part of all this, and I mean. I haven't got a GoPro out in 10 years because it's just, like I said, it's every day and it gets me. But if you actually started filming, and we we probably should do this thing. Of it, uh, 100%. I'm spitballing mm-hmm. right now, but to show you how one of these, how, how the house burns would blow your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, 
like there was one up at the top of the hill and the neighbors was gone and this one it went all the way around and it was doubling back and it there was a sea can and it was burning on the sea can and they had some so, some solar panels and i put three buck and i was in tight and you got to be careful because you can actually blow flames closer to the house with the air rush off the, off right. the water and stuff but you'd be pretty surprised a what you can do with a bit of water or just even looking at it from above or what even what sprinklers do but to show or film and, and you could never do this because it's just wrong and on, on some moral sides but filming how somebody's house is going to burn because they didn't fire smart at right or they're mm-hmm. you know and it's not a fluke that you know there, there'll be a pretty high percentage of the houses that we lose which includes ones on this fire and other fires the ones that are kind of littered with yard trash or abandoned vehicles and mm-hmm. just things like that or, or you know wood piles mm-hmm. you know i got a wood pile under my deck <clears throat> and you see the guys that are smarter the wood piles in the back 40 mm-hmm. and they yeah. got a quad with a wagon yeah because yeah. you know try putting a log deck out or you know a bit of wood forget about yeah. it like yeah, you still only have yeah. either a bucket of water or a piece of a cono once the fire's in there, yeah. like, you know, the the second, the whatever night, the Friday night, I went down and put the last uh, few around the golf course at the far, at the south end because they were, it was creeping around and God, it was an ugly spot, but there was one log that had fallen was down and I must have put, I don't know, 3,000 gallons of water on this thing over an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Do you think I could get it to go out? Like, you go out and it's steam, and yeah. you come back 20 minutes later and the, it'd be on fire again. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you think about what fire smarting, we think about trees, but even what's going to burn around your house, like, who doesn't stack all the wood pile against your house next to the fire? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the one thing that's that is lost or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, we had very similar there. We actually got cool back out when we were coming back from coming back from you on Tuesday <clears throat> on our way back there was another call there and it was smoke showing they thought it was the, the lady had called us right behind my property so we all rushed up there and there was a log but that log was so hot and burning on the inside the water we put on it it pooled and started to boil it was right. just bubbling away because that tree had been yeah. just simmering away for hours and there's no way you're getting that thing out yeah. not a chance you just kind of put water on it so, yeah. <laughs> I gotta go now. Like, I'm literally gonna waste the whole engine on this, and I'm still yeah. gonna have to come back. Like, there's, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we spent a lot of the water we actually put in front of the fire. Mm-hmm. We talked about that too. Yeah. We'll build a wet line and yeah, yeah, you know, so when it gets there, it doesn't it's burn as right. efficiently. Yeah. It's just all BTU. Yeah, that's why those sprinklers work so well when you have time to actually do a little bit of st- structure protection that way. You know, it gets that real good wet guard, increase that humidity. Like, we watched that fire just die right down as it approached. Yeah. Right. Works really well. Yeah. Were, were you with us on uh, the next day, on Friday? Mm-hmm. So when it started... Well, in coming, the evening, I was still... Yeah, when it started going, mm-hmm. like, a whole... Yeah, on the afternoon it, it got, We got pretty spread out there. Um, right. Yeah, I would, they, because one of the other things that happens is because I was spent so much time at the top when Helco knows that you know the area because you started when there was no smoke, they will tend to leave you where you know your way around right. because yeah. it, the 
risk of putting someone new in to fly around in the smoke and hit a mountain or, yeah. you know, so I kind of got tasked from my very first day. I didn't do anything in the south. I was up at the top because I knew where all the lakes were around the hill right, yeah, and this yeah. and that. And, and, uh, and again, you're, it's, there's a, I wouldn't say a character trait, but back to the, the knowing what you know and, and our calmness or professionalism as a group of people, you can't get emotionally wrapped up in superhero status where you're going to save every house or whatever, yeah. like maybe back in earlier careers or whatnot or years in the, in the career. But, you know, you know, when you're two more buckets going in, is not going to save this house, but it's going to put me in danger. Right. Or it's going to hurt the aircraft, or it's going to do whatever. Uh, versus, okay, that we got a fighting chance on this one, or just making that call and saying, you know what, this one's possibly a loss. I could do more over here, or I always said it's just a fire. Yeah. And then everybody's gone. You know, yeah. and evacuations. You know, you're you know you're keeping track of how many of those pickups are going in, and oh, the, like as an example. The, the situational awareness of people going back into their homes. Mm -hmm. So this one car goes tearing in. I'm literally bucketing around the house. It's still going really good. And this lady parks on the hose that is supplying the sprinklers to the roof of her house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the hell goes flying around and we're, we're kind of keeping now. So back to this, there's fire going everywhere. And now me and the helico have self-tasked ourselves to make there. sure that she's going to be okay and she ran in and grabbed a bunch more suitcases and off they went but that 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 decision took us off that fire for 15 minutes we you know i was working right close keep an eye on her i'm like i got this helco you can I'll, I'll let you know how this works out you know but it's just you know we've touched a lot on that too like these decisions are just the, the domino effect is mm -hmm. shocking sometimes you know, and it's the people that don't get it or that, that are rush ground crews are bad. You know, we had guys running around on quads, setting up pumps and they had not, they weren't even, Oh, like, is this alpha division? She says, no, I don't even think those are ours. I saw, well, cause I was going to tell them they're, they're blowing a line off the hose. If they don't fix it, all this is going to go away. Yeah. Oh, it's some random, you yeah, know, so it's another protecting their hose, but they're even dressed like forestry people. They put on their coveralls, and mm -hmm. you're like, oh, you know, you think these people know what they're doing, and they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's and you assumed a bunch chat, of stuff, right? right? Like, you're like, wow, this is, you know, I understand the emotion, because ironically, it happened to both Todd and I on Tuesday night. Like, it's going through your mind. Like, I'm going to go home, and I think I know what I'm doing, and, you know, I'm going to not save my cedar bush, but I'm going to wet my house down or whatever, or you heed your own advice, and call the wife and say pack up the stuff i think the house is fine but you might get evacuated so you have to go with the order right yeah mm -hmm. you can't you know that'd be the biggest hypocrite going so yeah it'd be a bit emotional but, but you know, uh like we the way we got evacuated here in 2015 right. we didn't my wife and i didn't know we got evacuated we were down here come home like where is everybody the, the streets are pretty empty we had a little blue ribbon hang off our our house i'm like that's weird Go to bed. Go out in the morning. I'm like, oh, blue ribbon. I'm like, oh, there's blue ribbon. Oh, sh oh, oh, we're evacuated. <laughs> <laughs> the worst job of that ever. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. 
Nobody's like, waking you up with the lawn the lawn morning. The morning. Like, <laughs> my neighbor mows the lawn seven o'clock every Sunday morning. Oh, wait a minute. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so quiet. <laughs> it's great. He finally moved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's one thing, I assume, when you guys are up there flying around and you see, like, us. Like, we get it a little bit, right? Like, we know just enough to I think we're be... getting it better. We're, we're not yeah. running in the woods anymore. Yeah, right? <laughs> we're, like, we're like, like we're, right, we, we have, like, a interface structure grasp. Most of us. Most of us. These guys up there, for the most part, they're, like, loggers or in-industry type workers, like, or just the people that live in the woods. Or just, yeah, or, like, mountain people. <laughs> but a lot of them, like, they, they do. Like they like you say, they've got their cubbies, and they, they look the part, because that's what they have to wear when they're working out in the woods. Like, if they're being, you know, out in a cup, cup block somewhere. And may, maybe they have a, a little bit of, you know, for, uh, forestry firefighting knowledge. I don't know what is required as a logger. But, I mean, they, they don't get it like we would. And they definitely don't get it like a forestry crew would. Um, but they're up there. They came together as a community, and mm-hmm. they thought they were they were doing the right thing. And I mean, maybe they were. Like, I don't know. We're understanding there. of that though, too, right? as a group. You know, yeah. as a forestry crew that I'll call myself a part of, we we get it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it is what it is. Like they're not running into burning buildings to do stuff, but you know, it it's it's a tough one because it's. You know, you put yourself in that spot and, you know, you don't know what they are saving or what they're, you know, think they're trying to do. And for the most part, 95% people, especially now in the last five years with the media coverage and all the stuff that's gone down between here and California and Australia, you know, like when, when I was in Australia for Black Friday and I was listening to it on the radio, I was trying to get there and they actually diverted me somewhere else and all those people that perished in Australia stayed too late trying to decide if they were going to, and they all died on the road trying to get out. Mm-hmm. And most of it was asphyxiation that then led to burning. But, right. you know, it, you know, when the fire consumes, did you notice any of that? Did you notice it was eating up a lot of oxygen? No, no. No, <clears throat> no we were good. We, we, Scott was so hypoxic, he didn't know what was going on. So, you know, we don't really get those walls of fire. I mean, you see that you saw it in the, you know, the ones a couple of years ago that were up north, and you know, but it, it just, I I think it's going to continue to get better and better and better because, you know, for as much as we chagrin the the, the media and the the sensationalism that they put in it, maybe the the spin effect of that is that people are starting to get it. Like in Australia, it was so bad that they had low, medium, high, extreme. And it was on extreme so much, like we're getting to, like we're going to be on extreme a lot. Mm-hmm. People disregarded extreme. Yeah. So the following year after Black Friday, they had came up with a new category called catastrophic. Holy shit. And yeah. it's white with the red hash across it. To separate what is all day normal <laughs> yeah. extreme, like you know, you think about it. We've been on extreme for what our entire half of this country has been on extreme <laughs> for over a month. Yeah, and people are think, oh, I want my campfire again. Yeah. So it does. It was desensitized to the yeah. point where they had to create catastrophic. 
just to set the bar one more higher, just to not scare people, but make them realize. Right. We're mm-hmm. not too far away from that. No, for sure. And that's just it. Like, like every morning when, when we get radio checked, we, we hear our fire danger rating. And, like, one, one day it dipped to a four. You know, like, five is the worst. And we're like, four? It's a projected. It's going to be a projected four. Then the next day, yesterday, projected four was a five. Today's a five. And it's just been five, 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 five. Like, now. Didn't the dispatcher joke once, like, it should be a ten? Yeah, I heard right? that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I remember that one. That was a, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. It should be a 10 today. You're like, ah, okay. It's so, it's so bad. But you're so used to hearing fives. Like, of course it is. Right? Like, I don't know what it was. I was answering dispatch once on a morning radio check. And I wanted, I just wanted to, like, jump in and be like, yeah, this is us. And you're loud and clear. Also, I'm sure the, the danger rating's a five. Have a great day. Like, you can save yourself the breath. <laughs> we know it. <laughs> but, like you say, like, when it's this bad for so long, I mean, there is still that next step. Like, it's it can be shitty. Like, shitty is shitty. But there's only shittier. <laughs> well, like, you know, that Thursday night watching watching it rip, like, it went two kilometers in under an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Past the racetrack. Yeah. And that way you could see all that from town. Yeah. Oh. I drove home because I got in the truck and went home. And the highway was lined with people out filming and yeah. sitting in their sure. armchairs going, whoa. It's funny because we were like no. again back to where we were. We were right in the middle of kind of that, but we weren't like you. You see, you look at it driving in there, and then you drive in there. There's there's firemen just sitting there because we have a nice guard around us, and we're just sitting on the tailgate waiting for it to come. <laughs> we're making mm-hmm. jokes. That tree's gonna candle. That one's gonna candle. Yeah, we're taking bets. We by the end of we're not we're not worried, <laughs> but at the same time, everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's going off over there!" It's like, yeah, but we have a guard. We have all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not worried, but if we were in the middle of the forest with no guard, <laughs> yeah, that would be, be like, a yeah. scary situation. Yeah. At what point did you lace your boots up? <laughs> <laughs> but when I started heading back to the airport, <laughs> well, later that later that night, like that night was when I when I finally put my mask and I go yeah, exactly. get a little hot. Yeah, there was a moment like that was the only time I actually picked up a hose that whole day because mm-hmm. I was like. That tree might go up because <laughs> it was inside our guards. Like, no, even okay. on Monday, like, <laughs> like shit was kicking off when it first started, and like we were in a pretty interesting spot, and like it was happening everywhere around <clears> us, <throat> and it was still like, all right, this is manageable. Keep Not it manageable. calm. This is you know like <laughs> it, was <manageable. laughs> it was manageable, or at least like my crew was manageable, so I was fine. At one point, like our that, task was manageable. Yeah, not the fire. <laughs> not not the fire, but like what we were there to do in that situation. There was a one point that night where it was like, yeah, helmet on, eye, eye pro on, mask on. Like the night where we were yeah. uh, Thursday. Like, it was, like, it's hot out, so I, like, had my sleeves ro- rolled up while we're just, like, waiting for it to happen. Well, it was sleeves down, button, gloves <laughs> over. Like, yeah. it was like, all right, now it's coming. Because <laughs> it was happening. And then... And five minutes it, later, it wasn't happening. And five, five minutes later, it, it stopped over. happening. But that was the time where, like, it was it was right up to the guard. Every other tree was going to candle. Um, well, it didn't hit the, the heavy fuel load. Yeah. Well, that's just it, yeah. right? So, it hit that knoll. Sort of run up the knoll. Yeah. So it was either going to continue to kind of curve itself away from us, or all, all these embers were coming, and then we had some bigger problems. Because they, they were, like, right at that moment, embers were rolling like crazy, and it was everywhere. I was like, head on a swivel, because this is the time when it's going to, 
So not being in the garden. <laughs> let's go back to the discussion that we had about twenty fifteen. Did you ponder and say it's just a fire? And start no, about, I think and then just ponder. Yeah, like, yeah. You, did you look at your escape route a lot more? Than yeah, well, because maybe I, you yeah. have in the past. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So well, I actually like, called them. I actually called the yeah. bush truck, and I say, you know I think you guys like, yeah, because mm-hmm. I said I told those guys, and I said, I need you to drive and patrol this escape route for us. Yeah, and like, so lessons are being learned. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we were in such a good because like, we were there all yeah. day, so we had lots of time, and we're like, yeah. I mean, we had lots of discussions about it's like no matter how bad it got in there, we were like we're pretty safe. Yeah. Other yeah. than that one corner, that was mm-hmm. where it really was getting. We knew that, and that's we knew right. that the whole night. We're like, that's where it's gonna be the hottest. Yeah. And the two, I didn't get there a little sooner because I could have the bucket. Well, but, that, <laughs> but that's the situational awareness yeah. that we talk. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. lose that, yeah, you're going from having it all figured out to not having a clue. When yeah. you're just yeah. sitting there blind and hoping, that's that's terrible. Yeah, like yeah. we ripped in and it was coming. Mm-hmm. That would be a different matter because we were going like, yeah. Okay. Then we had this, but we had the whole time to kind of okay. Yep. That's gonna be the worst part there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like then we, again, that bucket you dropped before you left, that kind of that area, that it, it slowed it right yeah. down, like it cooled everything right down, and it took a lot longer for it to burn through there. So remember, and then back to other mm-hmm. conversations, you know, that's four hundred gallons of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where we talked about knowing what the they were arguing ca- that what the like, capability yeah. is of the resource you asked for. Yeah. 400 gallons of water in four seconds did an effective job. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. put it out, but it did what you needed cool to it, do. Yeah. 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 That's a That's lot right. of water. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, what's what's your bush truck hold? 200. Right? So you just took yeah. two bush trucks in three seconds and put it where you wanted it. Yeah, yeah rather yeah. than... <laughs> yeah, because that cooled it for a good hour. Like that, with that yep. one bucket cooled it down. Like just kind of kept it low for another hour. And then by by the time it got really hot again, it was it was dark like midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was getting getting pretty close. So to it midnight. started cooling down, mm-hmm. and so it was like yeah. Which again, nighttime always quote looks more impressive because now you can see not only what's on fire, but even beyond that, you're seeing like all the glow. Everything just looks more yeah. spectacular in the evening, right? Um, but you know, get getting back to lessons learned, like everything's about egress and uh, that. Yeah, Scott called for the bush truck to do patrols. Because I got um, a foot patrol down. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, everything's pretty good. I said, there's one area where it narrowed. There was uh, it's kind of where it got narrowed and, and then kicked over the so left. I was like, or hey, like, I want them to like make sure it doesn't jump into these trees because mm-hmm. then we're trapped there. Yeah, and again, like it was the the fuel load, other than that one sort of pinch point, was a lot lower. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like big timbers. It was more of that that sage that we have around here. Um, but just you know, getting the the apparatus prepped and parked properly early in the evening rather than like like you say you you kind of scramble in and sometimes you don't always park the best mm-hmm. you park better than shitty but you, there's there's better where this we one, had a long to talk yeah, about this one, well, the trucks are coming in we're like hey we're gonna put this truck here mm-hmm. we had a the, the tanks here like we had all this like yeah. <laughs> someone sees the trucks and we're like let's park there and they're like oh shit mm-hmm. everybody turn around because usually you you know you come into a fire call you're coming in nose in because yeah. you're in a hurry right this is we have lots of time to turn everybody around. You already set up. Yeah, and again, like nothing was like old, like there was nothing overly attached to any of the apparatus. Where, like, if things change one in a hurry, one hose off at best, leave it and go. Um, it was good. It was. Uh, there was no moments on that call where, like, I was concerned. Like we shouldn't yeah. have been there. I think mostly because of the safe space. Like it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was 
It was pretty, but, pretty but even when you, even when you made the call and you're going to the north after mm-hmm. you left that, you know, your that this fire just went, you know, yeah. or even the wind change. You know, yeah. we were talking about draw. You know, what does wind change mean and draw that line? Yeah. You know, imagine that did a two kilometer run in an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, at least a one and a half one. And we get a wind change, and there's a kilometer front, and I was ripping pretty good. Like mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it, it had died off by the yeah. time you guys actually came around the corner, right. mm-hmm. because you even heard the Elko say, "Well, they're not doing anything with that, so just yeah. leave them where they are." Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I get it. I was just yeah. going to have a look because they asked me to. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. Right? Track, and, yeah. And it was, it was, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, but you know, you go and you run to try and do something to get to the next structure, and you didn't have time. You know, you're going down what looks like this open piece of desert or dirt road or whatever. Yeah. Like that's why it's so important to keep those comms when you guys are flying, yeah. that extra eye, and then also just knowing the area and wrecking, and then having our pre-established uh, trigger points, right? Mm-hmm. And then those trigger points will change as things progress, and have yeah. those instant action plans according to those trigger points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's key. Skip the Friday. Friday morning. Friday was just—I mean, that was. Uh, Friday morning was fun. You and I are. <laughs> yeah, because I, I call, because I take the day off work, so I'm like, "Hey, girl, come with me." I'm like, "You're probably, you know, if you're driving with me, you're probably getting some trouble." So <laughs> he's like, "Okay," <laughs> or we'll probably go find something. <laughs> that friend of mine said to you. So we drive up. We go check out where we we check out where we were the night before because I I hadn't seen a, the whole burnaround because we had left a crew there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, that's pretty impressive. Like Carl's like, you guys were in here last time. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it looks more impressive here than it did all night because all night it was kind of a slower burn. Mm-hmm. But when you go drive in, you're like, holy shit, it's all like, black. It's all went at once. No, it didn't all go at once. <laughs> <laughs> and then we drove. Yeah, then we were just kind of patrolling, and then we found a spot in the um, where the guard had. Uh, there was no guard set. Cause there's just some rocks. There's a break. Yeah, there's a break in the guard. So we hung out with Forestry for a while. Their pump shit the bed. So <laughs> that's funny. You're like, should I just let it burn their hose? Because <laughs> they were like, should they win a... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you were joking, I know. Should they win a burnt hose award for this? <laughs> it, was, it was burning towards their hose. <laughs> They're slowly setting up and we're watching it. And I'm looking at Carl, I'm like, let's put it out. We were, we were using that little goat trail, and, yeah, and like, yeah. I lined up everything on yeah, that side. Yeah, we they yeah. came and put it right on the other side of the Yeah, I literally trail. said, like, there's, yeah. There's a guard, like, right here. Like, I know, I said to the guy, this? I'm like, yeah. hey, we're going to use this, let's use this as your as your fire break, yeah. as, as your guard, because I'm like, it's it's only dry grass. It's not like it's, you know, the goat trail is like this wide, the deer mm-hmm. trip path is like this wide. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll be fine. So they what do they do? They put it on this side of the, <laughs> they put it on the yeah, fire side. So we're like watching a burn towards our hose, we're like... Do you, do you remember us talking about that when I when I put that we did you and I did that briefing for our department and I pulled all this video from YouTube and the structure of department guys from everything I've seen now that I started looking at it they'll pull up to a grass fire and they're so used to keeping the road open for having the hose on the fire side that they park everything on okay. the wrong side on of the fire what side. is now a natural guard which yeah. is the highway yep. yeah. yeah and we talked about that. In, in our little yeah. thing a couple of years ago, and I started just kind of Googling grass fires, and it's amazing how many people decide to park the trucks on the fire side yeah. instead of, you know, you'd pay, yeah. you'd pay thousands of dollars of a dozer to put a guard in for you. Why would you not use the guard to save your truck and your, but yeah. the mentality, and this is a, yeah. this back and forth now for me, structures, you know. You, you, you keep the lane open so you can drive your trucks in and out if you get yeah. another car. You yeah. keeping all the hose on the incident side. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. which is a complete well, house backwards mindset night, of stuff we do yeah. in Wildland. Yeah, because yeah. on Monday night, you we thought were, about that. Absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. Right? You know, like. Absolutely <laughs> is. Because Monday night, we were on, we were in the middle of the road. But I knew you got. I knew the pumper was coming out, or the engine was mm-hmm. coming out. So I'm like, okay, we got to get on this side because we have our hose dredge. So yeah, we had to go on the fire side of the thing right. closer. So when like, you when you guys <laughs> were on your fire last year, two years up by the the feed lot. Yeah, I wasn't there. I flew by it, but I was not doing something else. Yeah. What side of the road did you park on? Did you think? Yeah. No. We, yeah, we were definitely on the near side. Like yeah. the, the fire yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, but and I, and you I, know, I, it's yeah. just because yeah, yeah. I, I get it. The other guys are like, because you're thinking like tenders are coming in, and yeah. just have to pass us, <laughs> right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, you know, and all they're telling us roll up the windows so you don't burn the truck. Well, let's burn the truck in the grass on the side of the fire. <laughs> let's forget about rolling the windows up. <laughs> <with> the truck. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's the big thing. Yeah, would roll up the windows. Move the truck. <laughs> That's crazy talk. Yeah. And that was Todd had to remind me on Monday night because we had our windows Just down. Just close yourself while. off. Todd was, like, was like, you stupid rookie, you left your windows open. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so the rest of the week, I'm telling the guys, close your windows, close your windows, close your windows, close your windows. <laughs> Have you got grease pencils and all in, in your town yet? I'm getting some. Mm-hmm. I got some on order. They're on order. Yeah. Best, I, thing. Yeah. Best thing ever. I tried yeah, the, uh, I tried uh, um, I'm, ours must not be as good as yours. Uh, the whiteboard marker. Yeah, uh, I, went, I went. and got the. Um, they have a fluorescent ones that work good. Yeah, it's other one. Yeah, the, whatever we had. Yeah, we just grab like that yeah. right there. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Velcro the dot and and the. <laughs> I've been doing it forever, but it's not just me. It's just what we do because you got your hands full. You don't. Have, and we we had a practice a couple of years ago, and we went old school and. They did, you know, the whole address game. So we all just jumped in trucks as little teams and we drove all over town and yeah. foot fake dispatch kept reassigning. Well, yeah. there's me and Paul and Dustin, three idiots driving around the rescue truck. Nobody had a pen. Mm-hmm. There was nobody, you know, piece of paper. <laughs> so they're trying to remember the street. I'll get the number, you get the street. And I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> so the next day I went to the stables and bought markers and we, yeah. we had our chief so you couldn't you know you can't you know freelance or anything so I'm like hey chief this is you know can't believe nobody's doing this but this is what I'm going to do and it wasn't all I need 20 bucks I, I just went and did it right yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, we had our other practice and our deputy chief so I was in a in a command truck and I'm writing on the board and everything because I always got one in my pocket regardless and I remember Ryan's like, what the hell's all over the truck? And somebody says, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's what he says. Like, oh, wow. And every, now I've noticed I've jumped in trucks and everybody's starting to do yeah. it. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of the other guys just picking up on it, which is great to see. It's, when you pulled in that night, I was like, the hell's on your truck? I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, explain to what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. So, And that's what what I did with my crew going up. We had our debriefing of our laces report. Okay, this is our escape route. We, we talked about everything all the way up and I had everybody repeat back to me. What the escape routes are. It's like, okay, we're going to get the trigger points. I'm going to talk to the command and, and the other teams and figure it out. So I wrote on our comms, uh, which channel we are, who the chief is, where the safety zone is, uh, any critical information, because I want everybody to know if something happens to me, you guys need to know this shit as well. So mm-hmm. this is where it is. It's in the truck. So, Carl, I don't know if you were around or, or what we're talking about, but for the listeners, is in, in aviation or helicopters, uh, you know, you're by yourself, there's three radios going in your ear. We run them at all different volume. I got a funny story about Todd that I'll get to in a minute. But, <laughs> so we've got three radios, at least sometimes four 
You know, one of the tricks is you run them at different volumes so you know which radio it is. Right. Right. And then you've got your hands full. There's shit blowing around everywhere because you've got the windows open because there's no air now. Then you're just out in the elements. And, and you have stuff rolling around like water bottles or whatever. So how do you, you know, how do you, start write, <laughs> how do you start writing stuff down? So especially in the mediums because we've got glass windows, not plastic or whatever, but we all just ran what started with grease pencils back in the day and then the whiteboard markers. And you just have it and you just write on the, you know, you don't ever look up. So you're right in the top of the window, whether it's there's seven other aircraft coming in or, you know, you don't, you know, whatever you would put on a piece of paper in your notepad, we can't. So what do you do? So you Velcro the pen or you stick it in your pocket and I got them now. And and what's funny is, so I take over this machine of the night and Jason doesn't write write Bob his. So I'll sit and I'll, who's who and what, so what's this new frequency? Oh, we use that for, I went over to that to get some coordinates for this. Oh, okay. And. So we rubbed that one out, and, and so I took it to our department when three idiots driving around town on a practice night didn't have a pen, which it sounds funny, but it happens. Yeah. Or it's Absolutely. dark. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're in the back of the truck trying to put your gear on in the dark or fix your helmet or do whatever, right? It, it happens. So, Well, guys, for these, I'm responding. Right. It's like so, this big. Yeah. 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 So, we, you know, you get into it or they change something on you or we're staging, right? You're coming in and you're not expecting to be told where staging is. Wait a minute. I wasn't ready for that. Mm-hmm. And you can't come back and say, say again, is that where my pen go? Where are we supposed to stage? Grab it and write it or do yeah. whatever. Or mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And, and it, uh, I just always did it, started doing it. And now I'm noticing Todd got on it and yeah. we put pens in all the trucks. And you don't have to coach everybody. They figure it out eventually. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I was looking up, uh, I was looking up, helicopter like because when i heard about this i was like Todd's like oh it's some special thing that might go i'm like okay cool so i'm looking up helicopter grease pencils <laughs> and the next thing it's like i get in, i'm going in the rabbit hole I'm like vietnam war um, <laughs> huey huey's used to like they that's how they used to shoot like they'd be like they'd have no sight so they'd take their oh, grease so pencil they so they'd fire a couple rounds and they'd be like they take their grease hair. pencil make a little crosshair on their window yeah. and that's where they fucking line up <laughs> so I was like, that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, not the rabbit hole. <laughs> What's he looking for? Oh, yeah, grease pencil. <laughs> yeah, Where do it, I buy a mini gun? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the simplest stuff, though, right? The simplest stuff. The simplest stuff always tends to be, because it's so simple, it's really effective, oh. and then it's so easy mm-hmm. to adopt, you know? Yeah. And as soon yeah. as you've got that and it becomes a core piece, you just you almost forget that it was, oh, shit, that was genius. Well, it was real common sense. Yeah. Now splash everyone's picked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Splash pants. Yeah. I was like, man, I was trying to make a splash pants. <laughs> but you were saying about that scrambling around in the bucket. Yeah, when I was like, I wish I was yelling at Ash. I want a splash pants. <laughs> like figuring out a you know tarp and some spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> Get a stick, <laughs> an arrow. <laughs> but back to the simple stuff was that uh, our debrief board we made the other night. Yeah. Um, because I saw something on YouTube or Facebook one time and there was a briefing board that the guys, they had some sidewalk talking about. So the other night I'm like, I go to the chief. I say, I want to try something new in our debrief. Cause usually our debrief's done in our, um, like meeting room area. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we can bring up the TV and it's got like Google map and you guys are everyone squinting and you can't really change anything. You can't really add anything. So, um, um, before practice, I grabbed like a sidewalk chalk and went down to the truck base, swept about a 20 by 20 area yeah. and then just started drawing i drew the road started putting houses put numbers on the houses mm-hmm. so i drew all the whole place 
So the entire area was drawn, including like Friday. So we had everything drawn, yeah. and then I uh, just drew where the apparatus were, where I knew they were at the beginning. Yep. And then Ash grabbed a uh, an old broomstick, <laughs> and then literally we went like pushing battleships yeah. around. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> World War Two with the slide boards. Yeah, so I'm like, ah, the only bad thing about this is we, it's hard to make the apparatus move. So. So now I, I cut these little pieces of wood and I painted them red. So now these are apparatus, so we can slide around. It's like a, a white one for the chief and a bunch of reds. We got an apparatus and magnets for our yeah. whiteboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we must have. Chief's got them in the back of his yeah. car. Is what he's got I think we must have like twenty guys around that board or yeah. around that that thing. Yeah, yeah. We're looking. There's a, the photos on. Did we post yeah. it on DTC? Yeah, we did. I think it went out. Yeah, but it, you know, it, and I, I think it was quite well received because the guys were like, "Yeah," and it's so easy. It's like, Absolutely. Draw, and then if we yeah. made a mistake, we just well, wipe it out. And, yeah. We should yeah. NFPA certify some grease pencils. Right. We'll sell right. those. There we go. Yeah. Hundred dollars a piece. How many cases? How many cases, cases do you want? Has to be. <laughs> so did you put a fire symbol on it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's double the price. Certified. I have yeah. a two hundred dollar flashlight on my helmet. So do you, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fire on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so back to. The thing that you wrote on the, the board for your debrief. So again, remember when we went to go see Jocko? Yeah. Same thing. He said he used to carry our own little can. Oh, you ever seen my little can? The mints, right? Mm-hmm. And you open it up, and you have all the shit, and you literally draw the little IAP or the yeah. attack plan right there on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I almost pulled it out that night. Yeah. It was my because I have one in my pocket. I made. Yeah. I made. I have a little tin, and I have some little couple of Lego pieces, a couple of pieces of string. So I'm like, oh, there's people. I almost pulled it out the one night. <laughs> I was going to pull it out for the guys to show them where we're going to be, but I'm like, ah, we kind of see where we're going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my little Jocko tin. <laughs> we got our Jocko tin, too. <laughs> I don't think that'd be I Jocko. don't think that's on the I path. I don't think the old uh, lip cancer is Jocko approved. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different kind of feel. <laughs> so, Friday. Yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah, it's pretty much... Uh, <laughs> How many pieces of Lego got up in there? Uh, it was going, you know, we, we did our thing, and, and then all of a sudden we got called to... Uh, I, I don't think we got called, we, we were actually listening, because I had uh, our truck radio on silver, uh, which is the, the you guys, like the helicopters and stuff, and then I and then I had our channel on, just in case we got called. And so I started hearing silver kick off, I'm like, huh. Like, yeah, the wind shifted, it's pushing pretty hard uh, north, and they're talking about a hay field, and I'm like, hay field? So you and I are like, huh. <laughs> so we knew kind of knew what Hayfield they're talking about. So we tootled up there. We're like, oh shit, it's coming over the hill. And so we, um, yeah, we kind of hung out there for a while. And then, uh, oh no, yeah, then we heard it. Then we heard the wind really shifted. That's what it was. Then the wind shifted. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I went up top and it looked like it was coming fast. And uh, so I called everybody in. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. Cause, and like, then, of course, it died again. Toms are, yeah. <laughs> Toms are. Garbage. Like pretty garbage, garbage there, right? Um, so I was a little bit late coming because again, like we weren't gonna go and put all of the apparatus up there because I'm sure it's starting to kick off. But like, how? Let's go put some eyes on this. Let's see what we need. So by the time that like you were up there, then the chief was up there, and the first apparatus was up there. Well, now like everybody's starting starting to go up there, and I'm kind of stuck at work. I'm like, ah, mother. I missed a lot of work this week. <laughs> is it happening? Is it happening? Yeah, check my watch. Like it's like four o'clock now. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Mo- kind of mosey over the hall. 
I'm listening and I'm listening and like it was starting to like it was really starting to sound pretty good. So like I ready up. I'm like, hey, like I think you guys might have already actioned your guys' department, but we're calling for extra resources from ours as well. So I was like, hey, like should we get some like at least some mutual aid standby? Um, and everywhere around this is on fire. Yeah. So this turned into a little bit of a challenge. So like one of our neighboring departments, they've got um, one of their tenders is out on forestry contract. Uh, the other department there, like they have a fire in their back backyard, which is like at that point, actually, or at least earlier in that week was starting to be a little bit more of a challenge. Like it was kicking up more. There was more action there. So those guys were busy and they're like, well, maybe sometime after dinner we can spare an engine for what did he say he said call him back after dinner right <laughs> it's like what so like in my mind I'm assuming like you you want to think like oh, this fucking guy's got to have like I was going to be like so do they do an early dinner or a late dinner yeah exactly. like, is this like, 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 yeah. like <laughs> 7 and the 9 like, what's the deal are they like right? farmers like 5 games 5 o'clock dinner or like 7 <laughs> Dinner supper, maybe dinner's lunch. Right? <laughs> like, there's not a lot of industry in this community, so a lot of their oh, they're all working out. Of, yeah, they all they're, like, out of a lot yeah. of them are working yeah. out of out of area during the day. So they're probably thinking, yeah, come five six o'clock, yeah, they'll have a lot larger um, pool to, to pick. Yeah. Sounded funny though. Like, yeah, it was exactly. hilarious. Like <laughs> dispatch is like, yeah, you can check back after dinner. I'm like, uh. <laughs> Copy that. Copy that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ask for the other department, they're the same, same response. Yeah, and they're like, I know uh, we don't have enough manpower to send out. So are they at the same dinner? <laughs> it's like a barbecue or something that they have to rush back to. Why did we get invited? <laughs> yeah, I know why we didn't get invited. Because <laughs> we're making fun of the dinner. Is... <laughs> yeah, no. So, I mean, in, like, you know, looking back, it makes sense. Like, everybody's busy. Like Oh, yeah, I don't fuck them at fire all. Yeah, right? so it was just funny. It was just funny the way that it came in. <laughs> so we got what we got. We got Todd's crew up there, uh, which was awesome. Uh, that's really all that we needed. Um, it's because our shit's tight. Right? Yeah, right. Fully squared away. You guys sent four trucks to us. We only sent one to you. (laughs) (laughs) Three to one ratio, maybe. And you came before dinner. (laughs) I was going to say because we fill each of our trucks and send a driver. But, like, what we were trying to avoid was if there's another call, obviously, while we're all tasked, which is now, like, heading towards the outskirts of our area, which is exactly what happened. So, we were up there. We were literally um, at the top of our area, like, the last yeah. house in our area. That's and then where we you got guys were. paged out for oh, ammonia an, leak. an ammonia leak. Yeah. So, what do you do? I mean, you kind of pull resources lower off that were less busy, which all of us at that point and, were and, and, and the ammonia leak happened pretty much at the right time because it was already yeah. when it died when it shifted mm-hmm. it's kind of out of, we were out of danger those yeah, guys were doing those loader guys were actually doing some work right <laughs> those loader guys were making fun of earlier actually we're doing some pretty good work you know what <laughs> i have a great sidebar though from stuff that i've when i've been listening to you guys in the in, in the past and you uh, had a few episodes where you're talking about mutual aid mm-hmm. and working with other departments 
So we had that mutual aid call on the fire in the middle of town that was right on the highway. Mm-hmm. You guys brought in your yeah. your new bucket. Yep. And I was running the tender, and we in our debrief talked about you guys having two and a half, and we have storks and four, four and a half yeah. inch. Yeah. So we went in. Well, me and. Uh, I think it was Antonio, went in and started dressing the hydrant so we could turn the trucks to fill the bladders. Knew you guys were coming, so we dressed it with two and a half, too, with one of our lengths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that so was just, We were yeah. just coming like, in, as you mentioned. It was right. Like, and, done and, and so, sweet. But that's because of working together mutual aid to mm-hmm. to see some differences. Because yeah, that's actually one thing we're buying in our next uh, right? kind of round of budgets. We're buying some storage connectors yeah. for you mm-hmm. guys. So we can still tap in. So, you know, takeaways and that it is working. Mm-hmm. You're all learning, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And hats off, it sounds like to you guys as new chief. Um, we've all kind of had some uh, dealings with him, chats and, and whatnot. He seems super, super dialed and uh, definitely been very, very open to, um, like, getting with us. Well, he's like the rest of us. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. He seems, seems just yeah. kind of like one of the guys that like, yeah, de- definitely gets the whole program. So, yeah, really awesome things, it sounds like, coming self there so anyways yeah uh, basically that, that friday it, it ended up being sidebar to a sidebar the only thing with that friday it was it was a if it would turn into something big mm-hmm. we were so stretched oh man because <laughs> yeah. we were we must have been like five miles like five kilometers long like that whole we were pretty yeah. back like you were down at one end and then yeah. like but wildland it's yeah. just a fire yeah. yeah no i mean i mean that's, yeah yeah that's the thing right yeah. like yeah. It's I, I can't stress it enough when you do it for a living and you're looking at this every day, mm-hmm. all day. Everybody was out of the way. Their assets. It, yeah. it is what it is. It sucks, but if nobody's gonna get hurt or mm-hmm. die, then then you know, save that resource or be in a position to go yeah. rescue somebody from the house that isn't out of harm's way. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I would not not in a negative way know your place, but you know every once in a while you need that check, right? Absolutely. That that switch sometimes, especially as structural guys, is really difficult to switch. And like, we've definitely gotten better with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to be terrible. We chase the thing up a mountain and just be knackered and wasted and seven hundred feet a line later, and <laughs> they were packing that all back up, right? So that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've we've gotten a lot better with it, especially with this time around. It was okay, guys. This is where we want to hold it. As long as it doesn't jump the road or get into this yeah. bunch of timber, we should be. Oh, yeah, and like by stretch, we weren't like I wasn't. I don't think we were worried. We were just stretched again. We no, were, like, like it, was, it was a spread out. It was a lot to manage because you're like, okay, you got those guys up there, these guys there, mm-hmm. and then we were in our area. We had that kind of that weird zone. Yeah, of, like it was just grass fire, but we were like, okay, it's it, we're just gonna kind of monitor it. Mm-hmm. So we had like two guys dismounted with like piss cans, just watching the fire line because it was literally it was just grass. So they were just walking, and um, we had one jump. A guard. Yeah, caught it quick. Yeah, Rob. Rob's like, hey, uh, you guys handy? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, a little bit of a, a little bit of a spot fire. We finally were like, holy shit. He's like, you're the best guy. We finally got it on his head. We finally got it. Yeah, pretty good fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I said afterwards, it's like he stayed mighty calm for oh, yeah, because he he's a pretty new guy too, and he's like, yeah. He's like, I, I knew you guys were coming out. <laughs> he was running out of war. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, like, he, like again, it, he yeah. had lots of areas to step off, and it would have just went right. Exactly. You know, it was also easily we dealt with it. It was manageable. Yeah. It was <laughs> it's a manageable thing. So it was yeah, 
Yeah. The one, the one crazy thing on that, there was a <laughs> the, gr- the grass, the gr- grasshopper yeah. storm. Yeah, it was a bug storm. It was like a like a plague of locusts. And just they were bugs. fleeing the fire. It was the end times, man. It was okay. I was sat on the, I was sat on the back of the tank, right? So I'm like gun and hang. So I'm driving slow. Right? I'm like, she's flying along, and I'm like, there's, there's Carl <laughs> in an episode wow, of Bambi. All that, yeah. all the animals are running past Carl with their lives. All the bugs. There goes Bambi's mom. It was brutal. <laughs> there goes the locusts. Even the Lucas are leaving. It's time for Carly standing with his piss back. I got this. Because <laughs> I was trying to figure out what it was at first. I luckily oh, had a mask on before it came down. But oh, firefighter dies choking my... on bugs. I would have been <laughs> off. Oh, I thought it was, it was like embers. I'm like, what is coming towards me? I'm like, oh, it's grass. They're all in the window. I'm like, oh, Carl's up top. You put your wipers on at that point? I put the wipers on a little bit. You did. You totally did. And I roll the windows up. I'm like, I had the like the back window open because Carl's in the back. So I'm going pop him like, I'm making out up there. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah, you sound good. <laughs> Just keep driving. <laughs> that happened again on the, uh, the other grass, like we had another grass fire later, the next couple days later. Then, then like, I'm driving down with my truck and then the grasshopper storm comes again. I'm like, yeah, I'm used to this now. Right, this is I've never seen anything like that. It was just this mass exodus of, uh, mass exodus of every insect on that mountain just waved. <laughs> it's crazy. Picking them out of my gear is hilarious. But that, yeah, that I mean, it was kind of an uneventful night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the worst thing that happened was our our bush truck, because um, it was kind of doing some patrols, it ended up getting a flat tire. And he calls us, I got a flat tire. And his country. Uh, and, right and the fire's right behind me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so we kind of. Roll the windows up. <laughs> <laughs> so we drive out there, but he had lint it down and you're like, uh, dump the water on your head and roll the windows up. <laughs> <laughs> this is emergency protocol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty uneventful. That was the night that you guys stayed late. Um, by you guys, I mean Todd's department uh, and and yours, obviously. Um, which was a really nice gesture. So like we have been like running pretty ragged. I mean, yeah. it was off and on like every other day. Like Monday, Tuesday was crazy. Wednesday was a bit of an off day. Thursday was a crazy night. Friday not so bad. But like there was not a lot of rest for the crew from start to finish. Um, so the offer from uh, your guys' department to, I mean, you came because we asked you to, but then you offered to stay on structure protection for the evening yeah. uh, and allowed the majority of our guys to go home and actually, like, rest. Because yeah, it was kind uh, of actually a joke you said. You're like, well, we can stay. And we're like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah, actually, that's good. It's actually still right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, you got to stay until midnight. So yeah. we're like, okay, well, let's run with that, right? Let's get our, our guys out of here. We had patrols going throughout the evening. But uh, having you guys on standby and like like my crew stayed for the first bit of it because Forestry actually planned uh, backburn, which never materialized that night. Work, yeah. But uh, yeah, sorry. The ones well, you always go up. training in somebody else's town, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we go to Ontario to learn how to bucket. <laughs> you guys were fairly invested in this property staying. <laughs> <laughs> So, in in the end, that that never really materialized. But uh, I mean, which is I guess a good thing. Um, so that was kind of it for Friday. Like, kind of got got everything lined up there, and Saturday. Got to kick up in the mountains and kind of kicked gone. up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I mean you got to kind of yeah away from us. It's was not this? over. You know, yeah. I mean, it is around going. here within reason, but uh, from where I've said it's. We're, no, you guys are after for a while. This will be this will yeah. be till the snow flies within reason. Really? Um, 
Well, the district itself, where it's going, um, all of them really, like, there's no daughter right now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, it, it's one of the reasons we, we have our operations here as, as specializing is that if you actually Google Earth it, and I've been saying it for years, it's a powder keg because the natural terrain, it is cut block, regen, cut block. It's high, gentle rounded mountains. There's no rock ridges for natural mm-hmm. defenses, and there is no water up there mm-hmm. from a practical standpoint for what we're doing. Like, right. Uh, I debriefed with Jason. He's like, yeah, we went up on that backside. I'm doing like nine minute turns. Mm-hmm. You know, they wanted to burn it off or do different things, and those are all factors. You know, we've touched on no, you know, your surrounding. You're gonna go do something dumb, and I'm on a nine minute turn. Right. Yeah, long time. Mm-hmm. So water. You know, so it, uh, <coughs> yeah, and that's that's the you know the whole south of the province is like that. But uh, yeah, you know, the, the toughest, the biggest fires are the ones that don't have the water right. on a quick turn. For airplane or airport, they just it's kind of geographic and everything else. But uh, which is kind of funny because these people are uh, oh you need you guys you know what you guys need is these massive sprinkler units oh, like, yeah. thousand gallons a minute we're like we're, well where are we get this water from yeah <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like a thousand gallons a minute huh well right. you notice how much of, <laughs> now that you've spent some time practicing you notice how effective you actually are with a piece of the cono yeah. it, it's uh, it's three hundred and three hundred gallons of water day. where we yeah. don't need two and a half inch in a monitor. Yeah. yeah, 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 and you're <laughs> way cool, less tight. Yeah, right. it's a lot of work where you can just yeah, yeah. The whole the whole fire, I think, in the trucks I was in, we might have sprayed two hundred gallons of water. Like all that. Yeah, oh, I guess the first night we sprayed more. So maybe three hundred. Yeah, save for for Monday. Yeah, but yeah. even that was like that wasn't a lot of water. Like no, like half a truck's worth of water in the, in like a whole week. Yeah, I would day. say like Monday we probably dumped our tank twice. And then, because, like, we had some structure, like, some outbuilding structures that we lost on that property. Uh, but, like, the main, um, like, the main corral and the house is what we were, what we, we were defending. And, uh, yeah, we probably dumped a tank or two on the property before it kind of worked its way past us. But af- after that, I think it'd be a pretty big stretch if I saw a tank get sprayed. Like, it was... You know, conserving water, and again, like we're nowhere near a hydrant. So even for us, for mm-hmm. you know, tender support, like that's a twenty-minute turn. It was so. I mean, so you had to go back into time because of the way the reservoirs worked. That's right. So like we've got two different water systems here, and the the one uh, the one municipality has a much. I mean, it's, it's a lot smaller, but their reserves was obviously a lot smaller. So we use that for the first bit, and then it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're like 10% capacity. Yeah, oh, like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, gonna be so then we kicked it over. We had to go a little bit further. Um, and then we were using that. And now, I mean, now we've gauged our, our uh, water supply. So, yeah, it's it's nuts to see how shitty the, our water is here. But also, like, you know, you don't need a lot of it. You know, have it for reserve. Use it when, when you do need it. But... Um, you know, again, like we've gotten, we've come so far. It's, you know, it's not structure line. Like not one, that's a lie. We pulled one length. We pulled one length because we didn't have any, uh, we, we only had the one forestry length. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, plus structure line just for truck protection. Yeah. We that's had one, 
and we use that for our egress. Yeah. Um, right. But everything else was all forestry and any Econo, and it was money. Yeah. Um, right. And you do so much with it. So, no, it was good. Definitely, like, I think we, we, we all can say we, we learned a lot. Um, there was a lot of really good learning points here. And looking back, thinking about the decisions that could have been made by, you know, somebody like myself or others, if we hadn't made the shift to where we are now, like, we almost could have pulled out of the first house on Monday. Uh, and it, it was a decision that kept going over in my mind. And if this was five years ago, I think I wouldn't have even, like, nope, just not the blind arrogance. Like, like we, we do well, but I don't think I, I would have been thinking as, you know, as defensive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, definitely you want to be that. Well, there'd be guys repping special and Absolutely. You'd be out of right? water. Yeah, we would have been drained, like, in the first five minutes. And, and you would have had a pile of your resources sitting there rather than Fact. spread out, right? Yeah. So knowing, like, where we've come from to where we are and how we're yeah. progressing. Um, yeah, it's great. You definitely, like like to say, you got to learn from the past mistakes. And then just, even if it's not a mistake, just learn from, uh, like, where, you're, where you can kind of stumble a bit and make it better. So... Boys, I think we should uh, probably wrap it up. I think we're right an hour and 40 or so. Oh, yeah. Right? So, oh, yeah. What did you say? An hour and what? An hour and 40. For what you? There's no one here speaking there. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. You issue. should have bought those down cowboy boots today. Maybe you'd be a little bit right. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot close, down. Man. Yeah, no, I you guys close. are be back up there. Those things are awesome. <laughs> uh, any more for any more? Oh, don't give me that shit. You were happy. Uh, nah. I was like, you're going to get them. They're so comfy. Everybody got Let's go in by front. I felt comfortable. I felt more comfortable with my life. <laughs> wow. Just think of the knife you could slide in there. Or the gun. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> the old ankle holes. Yeah, awesome. I know, right? It's happening. You're not going to be able to find a pair. And then you're going to have to buy some. And then you're going to own them. And then Scott owns cowboy boots. An F-150? Cowboy boots? And a trailer? Uh-huh. It's too late, man. He got you. <laughs> Track two. I have a six shooter, so I mean, I guess it's <laughs> absolutely. And he kind of went about it kind of a backwards way. You, buy the you, you get the cowboy gun first. Yeah, that is not <laughs> the backward way. Yeah. That is the proper way. That's you the buy the gun way. first and you right. buy the other shit. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You can be cranking the new Tanner Olsen single rank five as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> Tanner said he's down for it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Uh, Mike, thanks again so much for coming in. No problem. Um, time. I don't yeah. know what they did while I was gone, but I don't know who wrangled it. I guess this is just. <laughs> but, um, thank you again. Really, nope. really appreciate yeah, it. No thank problem. you so much for being out there um, yeah. with us at the time too, and, and doing everything you did. It was, it was definitely noticed greatly appreciated, and I'm sure you're going to be well, up there for a while. Longer, good. So. I'm not moving anytime soon. I'm yeah. never leaving. So yeah, I'm building we'll, a splash mat. We'll burn that side next year. Yeah, yeah. we'll just alternate. Yeah. Yeah, Mike's, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> Mike's days are going to be busy just looking at the IAP right now. So, oh. <laughs> for tomorrow. Ash. Carl. Todd. Are we, do I have to do her? I think we got a little bit of a shout out here, buddy. Well, yeah. I thought you were cutting it. But no, we sure. can rip through them fast. Sure. Yeah, it's like, like a quick bonus. Snaggers. Yeah, snaggers, wedges, awesome. four centuries, soft entry, <laughs> soft entry. <laughs> bags, swag. Cool bags. DTFF5 for all your. 5% discount needs. Stop the bleed. Absolutely. Keep your blood in you. Yeah. Stop that shit. That's yeah. the easiest way to do it. Don't get shot. Blood <laughs> <laughs> goes around and around. When he's in your cowboy gun, keep your hands away from the muzzle. Yeah. <laughs>
Um, yeah, the, the, or, <laughs> this is, there's no <laughs> stop the bleed. Don't worry, stop the bleed. Yeah, use and, your discount code if you're bleeding out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going again. Now. Hey Siri, <laughs> save five percent. <laughs> and rescue essentials for your kids for that and training supplies. Mm. Oh, Rob, uh, Rob's got a new bag from yeah, Rescue Essentials. Rob, Rob, Rob won a new bag. Yeah, mm. that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. awesome. Did he win the bag? He won, he won the bag. Yeah. Awesome. One of their contests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, RescueCentrals.com. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Lots of cool swag. Tanner Olson, uh, country music out of the West Coast, and maybe we'll get a new single out of him, Rank 5 as fuck. There you go. Uh, <laughs> you can find us that. on uh, <laughs> Facebooks and the YouTubes, Instagram, TikTok. And uh, again, if you do enjoy the episodes that you listen to, please just give us a rating. The five stars would be lovely if you could, and a review. It definitely helps out on all the social media platforms and everything else you listen to us on, and we appreciate you. Thank you. Woo! Ash! Thank you. <laughs> Todd. Thanks. Good night. Scott. Thanks. Good night. And Mike. Have a good evening. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. It's Stay just DTFF. a pie. It's just a pie. <laughs> <laughs> that may or may not be. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>